If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Now that was... Uh... A conversation about not doing as much as we needed to do to win football games. Take a flight, go on vacation. I'll give you $100,000 per loss. Like, those are just the you know, exact words. Um, that's not something, look, I deal in truth. And I, I say that to the players as well. I'm going to give you good news, bad news, but it's going to be the truth. It's going to be honest. So to disrespect the game that way was something that, you know, trust was lost, and there were certainly some, some strained relationships, and ultimately, I think that was you know, to my demise. <laughs> Former Dolphins coach Brian Flores uh, sued against the NFL. That's a lawsuit against the NFL. And uh, part of it, and understand why the bigger story is, and maybe the motivation behind it, is the discrimination in the hiring process. But, I mean, don't sleep on the integrity of the game story and mm -hmm. the tanking which we have all kind of passed over as, okay, we get it. But different reports out of Cleveland now and Miami, Tank for Tua, and this is where this is coming from, from Flores, where he says he would have been paid $100,000. Mm -hmm. um, I think somebody else suggested, I don't think they were kidding. I, I got to double check on, I think, see some of this stuff on social media, but I think somebody suggested that even, it's, if not take $100,000, go on vacation or something during the season or whatever, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. take don't be afraid to take some days off or... Yeah. You know, it does worry me a little bit on this front. Is there a is there a playbook on how to handle tanking to the point where the Jags potentially could have got involved in that? See, I don't think so. I think the Jags were pretty bad. Yeah. And I think this year they proved that, well, you can be pretty bad and still end up with the first pick. Yeah. Uh, but I also think there were times last year we wondered about, again, I brought this up yesterday, Minshew and, like, why wasn't he playing? But he also had had kind of fallen out of favor with the coach, so it made sense. I mean, Doug Marone's fighting for his job. I mean, are you willing to risk that? So, I, What I'm about not, James Robinson, though? Yeah, what, we still don't know, right? It's a little muddy on that front. Yeah, I mean, like, what, what happens? I mean, and I don't think this would happen because... You know, I don't think he's James Robinson's like that. But if he had a grievance with the team, what happens if he comes out and says, hey, I wanted to play and I played the entire season on this injury or, or, or in some capacity with the injury, and then all of a sudden the last couple of games of the season, I couldn't. They, they, they wouldn't let me. I think that would be an issue. Yeah, and, and by the way, I think uh, Mr. Pico Boulevard brings up, was Detroit's coach offered anything at 0-16? Yeah. You know, like, see, when Detroit did it, what's interesting about that conversation is when Detroit lost... It felt very genuine. Right? Yeah, because I mean, they were Detroit. Yeah, for but sure. But in Cleveland lost, they were Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Even when the Jags lost. Well, they're kind of the Jags. Sure. Right? I mean, they've been bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not out of the realm for them to end up with the number one pick and end up 1-15. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Dolphins do feel a little bit different in that sense. And the other part of the Miami Dolphins is they didn't. They actually won games. They ended up with the fifth overall pick. And so you're talking about a team that did not get the number one pick, did not successfully tank, if you will. That That's where these allegations are coming from. Uh, they would be probably even more believable if they were initiated and started with somebody out of the Jags building or the Detroit building or the Cleveland building because they ended up as the number one pick. Yeah, um... 
you know, as far as do these accusations, I mean, they should be taken seriously, but how accurate are they? How true are they? I mean, I just look at it like this. Obviously, the goal right now of Brian Flores is to shake up the NFL and say there's racial discrimination going on in terms of the hiring process. He didn't have to come out and say, you know, that the owner was giving me money to try to throw games. Like, that has nothing to do with in terms of racial discrimination. That's another thing on itself. But the fact that Flores also alluded to that, maybe away from even the bigger point of, of the discrimination, kind of shows, like, we might have something here. Then I'm not sure how you prove it. It's probably his word versus somebody else's word, unless there's emails or text messages confirming this whole thing. But, um, I mean, once again, you know, I guess you're innocent until proven guilty, but you got to think that he's got some merit for just bringing this up out of nowhere when he's trying to tackle racial discrimination as well. Yeah, uh, and how much, as a guy who played in the league, mm-hmm. if you found this out, that it was happening, I'd be heated. Would you? Oh, I'd be irate. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and by irate. the way, I, you come from a place that last year when the Jags and the fan base, now keep in mind, the fan base was like, tank, tank, tank for Trevor, tank for Trevor. Right? Yeah. It was kind of like, it comes as almost like a comical type thing. Yeah. You were not in line with that. You no. were a big believer in like, no, you don't want to train yourself to lose. You don't go out there to lose. Guys in the locker room don't lose. Like, mm-hmm. you understand what the fans are saying. You understand what the, 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 the pot of gold potentially at the end of it. Yeah. Like, we get that context, but sometimes, like, us in the media, fans as well, fall in love with that context to the point where, like, well, I had someone on my shoulders sing, doing J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets at a local establishment. Sure did. Uh, you probably wouldn't have come along for that ride, is my point. I, I, I wouldn't have been on that one. No. <laughs> well, um, that's good, because you would have been really heavy. No, for sure. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, at the end of the day, like, um, am I happy Trevor Lawrence is here? Absolutely. How could I not be? But just, you know, being a former player, being in the locker room, being on that field, there's no way I would ever cheer for a team that I want to be successful that I, that I you know, that obviously I care about. I, I would never cheer for them to intentionally lose. Just not how I'm wired. But I, I get people, you know, wanting Trevor Lawrence. And, and dude, that's, I'm not saying that's a wrong thing. I, I get it. The, the ends justify the means by all means. I just, I can't come with you on that one. And I've been clear about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I just wanted to set it right yeah. for people who hadn't heard you say that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, but so so the point being is you would, as a player, if you're a Miami Dolphins player and yeah. that's happened, you didn't know about that and Flores hadn't told you about that, but now you're finding out about that and that's a factual thing, well, you're, you're ticked off. Yeah, well, even if, and once again, like this is why it kind of leads me to leave, I think James Robinson might have been uh, kind of hurt just because if, if I'm in that locker room and, and I'm on that team, um, you know, now two years ago during that season, and, you know, Trevor Lawrence is all the talk, and then all of a sudden James Robinson just doesn't play, and he can play, and he wants to play, and, he, and they won't let him play, if I'm a player in that locker room, I'm ticked off as well. Because I'm not trying to lose. Like, do you think the players back then were like, well, hey, yeah, this was a horrible season, but at least we can lose and get Trevor Lawrence next year? Because yeah. half those guys aren't going to be there next year. So they don't, but you can't think that way. So. Yeah, um, I think, once again, if these, you know, accusations come to, to light and they're truthful, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of ticked-off players in that locker room for Miami Dolphins, and how could there not be? Because that owner's still in charge, by the way. So you're, you, you walk in that building every single day, you're walking in, in that practice facility every single day, that weight room every single day, and the guy that owns everything, the guy that's in charge, the CEO, was trying to pay your head coach to lose. I, that would not sit well with me. Well, and, and think about it from, like, any business structure, right? I mean, I would bet every business is like, man, I wish we had this. I wish we had more resources. I wish we had this, uh, you know, um, a better uh, benefit plan. I wish we had, you know, and your your owner was, now listen, 
in the business world, people's ownership cheaps out sometimes, right? Or or they find uh, ways to streamline, and it's a lot different than it used to be. Like that's the way business is, right? Yeah. In general. But if you're intentionally taking those things away even more, that creates angst inside a building. So I guess the good news is my guess is not too many people knew about this, at least during the time they were living in it. But in hindsight, to find that out, yeah, I think that would be uh, certainly uh, upsetting on this front. Hey, uh, Senior Bowl coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulky's out there. We, we talked a little bit about that. Jack Scouts are there. Senior Bowl has been a place where the Jacks have found some people. Yeah. We've even found our co-host here on ESPN 690. There you go, man. Yeah, you did. Uh, So uh, way back when, before the show even started, what are they looking for? What positions do you think they can look for here? They're obviously not looking for a quarterback. They have the first pick, so they don't necessarily need to go maybe get a pass rusher or left tackle or one of those kind of players. They can get that at the top of the draft. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a receiver depth in this draft, but not all the top receivers are even there at the Senior Bowl. What are we looking at here? We're looking at third, fourth, fifth round kind of guys, middle round guys that the Jags can still find some starters. And what what specific positions do you think they could look in? So, I mean, I think you have to, once again, if this is about Trevor Lawrence, you have to have wide receivers. You know, assuming unless you trade down, you're not thinking wide receiver at number one. So if you can get a wide receiver, second, third, fourth round, um, that guy might be at the senior bowl. So I think wide receivers. Maybe all three rounds. Uh, of course. So wide receiver is definitely a necessity. Um, tight end is definitely a necessity. Um, you know, I think depending how the draft shakes out, offensive line is, is definitely a necessity as well. So I would, you know, if we're focusing on Trevor Lawrence, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line. Yeah, and, uh, and I think a sprinkle running back on there too as well. Like a late round running back. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you have to. Still third. Well, with Travis Etienne, assuming he's healthy, what kind of back are you looking for? Or a pounded uh, No, I mean, I just think a, a back that's healthy because, I mean, assuming. Like, we, we don't know. Well, but last year, like before Etienne was picked, we all said, like, you need, you got a couple, you got a guy that can pound it. Sure. Right? So you need a third down back, a scat back type, a guy that can do yeah. those kind of things. Well, I think you got to go into the season hoping at least and, and thinking that you're going to have that kind of player in ETN, the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think James is as reliable until we know more about James's injury and how he's recovering. So does that kind of lend you to think, I don't think Carlos Hyde's going to be around. So from a running back standpoint, could it be a, a Brian Robinson type out of Alabama? Alabama. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, that definitely could be. It's it's kind of hard to foresee though because, I mean I'm I'm not sure how the and I don't know who the new regime is going to be but who the new like the next regime how they're going to see Travis Etienne like are, are they going to see him as more of a guy that you can maybe put in the slot and a la Debo Samuel a little bit do they see him as a, a three down running back is he going to be getting uh, primarily most of the workload until James Robinson comes back to health uh, it's hard to say. Rumor yeah. has it Austin Lane, Big Damian Pierce guy. Oh, I'm a big Damian Pierce guy, by the way, too. Are Looking you? good. Hey, I'll tell you, right. Fast, Casey, fast twitch. Okay, put this down. Fast twitch, great motor, um, finish. I was watching the Senior Bowl with Casey a little bit, and he guy really pops out on film. Too. By the way, Pierce is a guy that people are going to like in the NFL, and they're going to ask, and because it was a huge narrative during the football season that why aren't the Gators giving it to him more, and he might be a typical Gator player over the last, I don't know, decade. Yeah. That 
doesn't perform in the college ranks because he's either misused or not coached well enough or whatever, as well as he does in the NFL ranks. I mean, the, the, the Gators offensive line for a bit there, you remember back, like, whatever it was, Muschamp or McElwainy days weren't very good. Then all of a sudden they had four guys, like, starting in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and so Pierce is going to probably be, a lot of people predict that Pierce, in fact, they would put money on it, that Pierce is going to be a very productive NFL player uh, and, and almost contradict the way they used him sure. at the collegiate level. He was productive when they used him. They just didn't use him a whole lot. Five <laughs> yards of carry. He looks good, man, but don't draft him in Jacksonville because we don't need more Florida Gators in the team. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't, hasn't panned out well. Uh, people kidding. are hurt, uh, scarred on that end. Hey, what do you guys know? What do you think uh, from, a, uh, from a tight end standpoint? Uh, the, the Trey McBride kid out of Colorado State is, but but there's no Friar Muth, right? There's no obviously there's nobody like Pitts. Um, is is there anybody well, that's like buzzing? Is Fry, is McBride more like a Friar Muth? Could he could he have that kind of production? The Jags need to get better at tight end, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think the top guy is the dude out of A and M, isn't it? Yes. Wide, wow, Wiedemeyer, because mm-hmm. he can kind of do everything. Um, you know, in terms of stats, man, I'd blow your socks off. But in terms of, like, athleticism, in terms of route running, I think, like, he's probably the best dude that, like, on paper, you would say. Because, you know, bigger university. There's some smaller he's, school is guys. Is he at the Senior Bowl? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think he's in the Senior Bowl. That's why I, I guess he doesn't I need him. I mean, but, he's yeah. the unquestioned number one tight end. Yeah. Oh, so he already knows what's up then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, he's probably the guy you have to look at. But if he's not the Senior Bowl, then can't look at him. Yeah, but uh, yeah. so that's why I bring up a guy like McBride. He's out of Colorado State. Uh uh, and there were a couple other guys there. Uh, uh, you know much about Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's Barry Alvarez's nephew. Um, Wisconsin, like... the He's going to be a blocking guy, right? Well, not necessarily, no. So Wisconsin always kind of... Like, if you remember Owen Daniels when I used to play, he reminds me a lot of Owen Daniels, who had, uh, had okay. a pretty good yeah. career no, did. for... Um, Houston, right? Yeah, for who had pretty, at least from Wisconsin, had a pretty good uh, career for Houston. Okay, um, kind of like a you know doesn't do anything like off the the charts in terms of a pretty good run blocker. Not the most athletic guy, but dependable, good route runner, and he's got good hands. Uh, Isaiah likely is a guy being yeah. mentioned on the YouTube 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 feed. Uh, great name. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. No, he's good. Coastal Carolina, Coastal Carolina right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so there are some tight ends, and I think the Jags. Listen, the Jags have a lot of places to go. Yeah. Right? I mean, defensive linemen, depending on, again, this all shapes up what do they do in free agency. Yep. We hope they get a receiver in free agency. We hope they potentially can keep a guy like DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have Dan Arnold, but they need to add a tight end, and they need to add maybe another wide receiver. They need to potentially reshape the offensive line, depending on what decisions they make. They really need, on the defensive side of the ball, their 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 top priority, in my opinion, is an interior uh, defensive lineman. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Even though at the top of the draft you might get a pass rusher, that's okay. You can never have enough. Yeah. But your top need potentially from a body standpoint, a stud player standpoint, an impact on defense standpoint, you can make the case is certainly an interior defensive lineman. They've got some bodies, but mm-hmm. do they have a bona fide blue chip kind of player? That has not showed itself yet. No, they do not. It's definitely uh, going to be a position of need. But once again, I mean, Depending on what kind of defense they run. Well, that's you know, like if you're going to be a 3-4 defense, then, yeah, you got to get, get that big nose tackle. I mean, you know, Davis would be perfect from Georgia, but it's just it's, it's hard to foresee right now. We're not really sure what you're going to be able to, to do in terms of, of scheme-wise. Let me ask you this, though. And, you know, if, I think if you talk to anybody, this Jalen Weidemeyer is probably unequivocally the best tight end in this class. Yeah. 
if we go back to last year, it was obviously Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts was kind of an anomaly. Like, he he's was a, a freak unicorn, athlete. Right? So that the next guy in line would have been Pat Fryermuth. Like, if you can get Pat Fryermuth production out of Jalen Widemeyer his rookie year, like, I, and I'm not sure where Widemeyer's picked a gun. I don't think he's going to go in the first round. Maybe he might go in the first round. But, like, do you gamble on him in the second round then? Or is it not worth it? Like, I, I'm not as I'm saying. If you can yeah, get Pat Fryermuth production the second round this year, do you take it? Uh, let me look up his stats. 497, seven touchdowns, 60 catches. Seven touchdowns. Just want to reiterate. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm leaning toward yes, but I also know, I'm, I mean, they do have Arnold as well that's going to eat into some of that. Friar Muth, did anybody eat into him? He was the main guy at their uh, tight end spot. No, they had somebody else. Um, yeah, they did. Ebron. Right. Yeah, Eric Ebron. Oh, did he get hurt the second half of the year? Yeah, he he yeah. did get hurt eventually. I mean, because Frymuth wasn't the starter, and then he ended yeah. up just being better. Listen, and, I and liked him. I don't. I would say yes to answer your question. Okay. Yeah, I would say I would say yeah, I'd take that. Yeah. Because by the way, that not only is okay for his rookie year. You know, we've done this before. The mm-hmm. uh, tight ends don't always pop right away, mm-hmm. and so that would if he can have that kind of production in year one, then I'm starting to think okay, he can he can build off that, and by year three, be a, a Pro Bowl guy potentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Dan Arnold's not going to be around forever. And so you, you're not going to just – again, I, I'm higher on Dan Arnold than I should be. I, like, I really am. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. But I just looked – I saw Dan Arnold play for the Jags in the, in the limited time. I was like, damn, man, that looks different. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, his speed from that position, that's like what they've been chasing for all these years, somebody that can do some of those things. He could create a mismatch. And so – but I don't want to settle on Dan Arnold for two reasons. Well, he only played like a handful of games and he got hurt. And also, I think he's just under contract for this year, and then who knows what happens after that. So, and, and by the way, like, you can't have just one tight end. Yeah, yeah. okay, Manhurts can block, but he's not going to do much more than that. So, yeah, I think I would. I, I think what I'd have to ask myself is, what's that come at the expense of? Uh, I got a pass rusher, let's just say in round one, right? Yep. In round two, I get a tight end. But should I have really gotten a wide receiver? Uh, Traylon Burks or uh, sure. somebody, you know, somebody like that. And I think I'll probably say wide receiver uh, instead of, of, round of, of tight end. Yeah. Now, if the tight end slips all the way down to the third round, now you're talking. Sure, sure, right? sure. But yeah. I don't know at 33 if I'm signing. Like, again, would you, this, this is a great question to ask. You know what Friar Muth did because I like how you presented it. Would you go try to, if Traylon Burks or somebody like that were to be available at 33, would you take Burks and what he might be, or would you take Fryermuth and what he is and, and can be at the tight end spot? Um, I mean, once again, it kind of depends what the roster is going to look like. Yeah. Um, I would probably take Burks more than, because I think a wide receiver, I think this team's in dire need of a bona fide receiver more than it is in dire need of a, of a above average to great tight end. Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, Dan Arnold can fill in for a while. Um, what we've seen from LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, um, and, and, you know, we'll see with Chark. I mean, yeah, you're not confident with that. Yeah, I agree. I, listen, by the way, I agree with what you're saying. Playmaker, right? You yeah. maybe get, I, I understand why tight end can be part of the offense and a playmaking part of the offense, but I look at the outside guys and think, okay, they can really be a playmaker. Big Diesel says Burks going to top. Oh, listen, I was just throwing a name out there. Sure, uh, sure. Who knows where Burks goes? He, he has slid up a lot of mock drafts. We'll see where he goes, but you even bring up Dotson. Okay, that's my point. The Dotsons, sure. the David Bells, the whoever you want in that spot. The point being a playmaking wide receiver or a productive tight end, I still think right now the way this roster is built, 
built, I would be leaning toward a, a, a oh, playmaking wide receiver. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely drafting um, wide receiver more than, than tight end in the second round or even probably the third round because I think I can get a better tight end, too, in free agency. You know what was just tremendous? If I needed that. It was tremendous about the last five minutes. First time I've talked about the roster of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, like, yeah, I know. Like, like that's really they do have one, yeah. yeah. Like, holy cow. Like, <laughs> I I wonder, it just struck me like, oh, my gosh. We're, like, actually talking, like, what? Football like, stuff? Like, the Jags, they may be coachless when the season begins, but they are going to roll out some players. <laughs> yeah. And it will be really cool to see how the community drafts everybody. Yep. When we have a vote. Let, let what should we it. take and vote? We're going to do that, by the way. Our, one of our shockier mocks mm-hmm. is we take poll questions. Okay. And we vote live on, like, draft night. Okay. Right? Uh, we'll go ahead early days before it, too, for a shock your mock. Okay. But then we vote in live action, right? Okay. On draft night. Okay. And number one, number 33, you know, we pick so, four options that still on the table. Okay. And and we got to see if we pick better than the Jags pick. Okay. As, as, a, as a people, as uh, a community, as right. a shareholder, as a stakeholder. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Kind of a, let the people decide a little bit. I mean, at the, it's just at least a practice run because yeah, we sure. might be calling plays. You, you never as know, a, man. As, we might as a stadium, might be calling plays. Might put it up on the big boards because we don't have a coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. So then we're just going to, you know, instead of the helmet game, they play the play calling game. I like it. Everybody in the huddle looks up at the screen. Yeah. It's unfortunate the defense knows what potentially could be you called. kind of at a disadvantage a little bit. <laughs> Well, them all. Let, let me go ahead and give you guys some tight end free agents quick. Let me know if uh, any of those these guys ring your ears, uh, uh, t- like a guy you want to bring in. Zach Ertz. Yep. Yeah? Mm. Brent. Yeah, I would. Uh, CJ Uzma. Oh, the Cincinnati guy? Yes. Yeah. No. No? Okay. Yeah, I'd be okay with him. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, would, I mean, we could easily go, like, yes for everybody because they have no tight end. Okay, but let me ask you this. But if I'm being picky, do, no. you, do, you, do you like him as a bona fide starter no. even over Dan Arnold? Okay, yeah. Eric Ebron. No. no. Gerald Everett from Seattle. Not as a bona fide one, but interested. Here's okay. what I say. Like, I don't, he, he doesn't do much for me. Mm-hmm. But then I watch him catching touchdowns on Monday night and Sunday nights and all with all these other teams. And I'm like sitting there watching the Jags tight ends not do that much. Yeah. So I, like this year, I, I would yeah. say you asked me that question in the offseason. I was like, yeah, I feel like he's a little older and slower and kind of lose it. I don't, I don't know if I'd take a gamble on him. Yeah. But then he's 27. Uh, is that all he is? Yes. God, he doesn't look like he doesn't look dynamic to me. Okay. At that, but then I look at him and it's like, yeah. So yes, I would take him. Okay. Is that all he is? Is twenty seven? Twenty seven. Uh, speaking of a guy who's thirty four years old, Jared Cook. Mm, that's too old for me. Might be culture play. Okay. Casey's on the fence. Brent too old. I mean, he's old. It's up there for sure. I mean, he was old this year, and maybe that's what I was touchdowns confusing. From Herbert. I mean, maybe he, it was really he, Jared Cook he, that I was thinking. Well, I mean, they had the same amount of touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Moelle Cox. Yes, actually. Indianapolis. That, He's a freak. He is a freak. Did he play this year? He had year? four touchdowns as well. Yeah. He did. But they play... Uh, but like he, who's the other tight end? Doyle. Doyle. They yeah. play Doyle a lot. Yes. And Carson Wentz. Also. I feel like he those two guys. <laughs> I feel like those two guys have been on the tight ends of the, the Indianapolis Colts for like 12 Here's years. Here's one that could theoretically be removed, but this is a giant risk, I think. Robert Tunyon. Green Bay. Guy was a, should have been a Pro Bowler two years ago. An all pro, but Evan Ingram beat him. But to Casey's point, I think I'd say yes on like almost all of them. Okay. I mean, See, I'm actually playing the game like in my head. I'm like, well, what do you have to pay him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you get these other guys at. Yeah. Yeah. So I say no for what but you have to pay. Mind, him. Keep, keep in mind, yeah, like, well, what? Probably the most. Which one? Tunyon. I was, I mean, he's well, coming off an injury. Zuma, though. No, Tunyon. Uh, 
I think I mean, it, uh, in more... terms of like what he's going to command now coming off because he had a nice season for them. Yeah, but I see him against the Jags. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, if you go back to 2000 and like last year, I think Tunyon, yeah, Tunyon had some pretty good numbers last year. Yeah. That's uh, why I said no to those guys. I think you overpay them and you run into a. You know what's spot. interesting, though? The story is that they cheaped out on, on a guy like Arnold and then they trade for him later on. Like, the, they, they really could have had him and then talks stalled, is the story I've heard. Yeah, and it's like, would you really have overpaid? I mean, you you have nothing at tight end. Like you don't, you're not good enough at that position for the way the game is played right now to help your quarterback out. Like, can you really overpay? I mean, quite frankly, you're going to overpay for a receiver too. Yeah, most uh, likely. I got a few more guys here for you. Uh, Evan Ingram from New York. I take a gamble on that. Yeah, depends on the price. Okay, uh, David and Joku. Yeah, all day. But maybe you don't need to. They're all free agents. Correct. I wow. mean, I mean, well, I'm sure some get tagged, some get re-signed, but the way it sits right now, these guys will all be free agents. Well, I'll tell you Joker, that's my guy. That's oh, all. And I, I have one more for and you. He wanted to be traded. Yeah, I have one more who I think is intriguing, but I don't like him at all. But we'll see. Mike Kosecki. Twice on Sunday. Yeah, he would. He's, yeah. a, he's another bad attitude. Jags killer at London. I don't, I don't like his attitude. Well, sometimes, but hey, yeah, I if get you can it. ball, you can ball. You I get it. No, it's for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you what. What you just said, that's a good free agent class to take a gamble on. I mean, it beats last year's where it, really it was like, is. It there was like the Patriots got both of them. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. There was the two big ones, and that was about it, it felt like. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we thought Njoku actually might get traded, well, and he never did. And keeping in mind, there, there's also Gronk as well, but who knows? Yeah, I think he's yeah. going to retire. And, and there's, there's Jimmy Graham as well, but he's 35 years to old. To be honest with you, like even Gronk, like would you really want Gronk right now, or do you feel like Brady makes him still so good, and he's so old. Or do you think he's he's not old? I, I know by age he's not old, but he mm -hmm. feels like does he just work with Brady, or do you think he's still impactful like on the Jacksonville Jaguars? I mean, you know, it, it would never happen because I think he does need Brady. But like, if he came at a pretty low price, I would definitely pull the trigger sign on Gronk. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd sign up for it. And like you said, or I mean, a high price. You know, he looks yeah. old to me if I remember the old. But the the new Gronk actually is really freshened up. I mean, oh, he yeah, looks he's been, a few years younger. He's been you know, bathing in CBDs the yeah. whole, like the past couple of years. And he's like, he was only thirty two, I think, his age. Yeah, I still think he hangs it up. Yeah. They came back, got it done, and now hangs it up. Let's get our Florida Sports and Fishing Report in real quick. Captain Rick Riles, what's happening? Uh, the weather's popping out Brent, there. You, Brent, you know I'm a, I'm a simple guy, and I'm not very smart. But with, with our football team, would you explain to me what the major risk is on anything? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, but when, when you're as good as we are, you don't look at it and say, now that's too big a risk. Why, are we going to get worse? Come on, Brent. Yeah, that's a fair point. I can't argue against that. <laughs> pretty, that's pretty hey, nice hey. weather the last couple days. That's like me going not fishing and catching nothing every time out. There's no risk. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to change lakes. I don't want to risk it. Yeah, what? What are you risking exactly? Yep. Uh, let me tell you, much better weather yesterday than actually there was fishing. Um, we were out at the Gulf Stream. We were about 65 miles off, and... And we caught a few mahi. We caught uh, three or four mahi, and that was about it on the troll. We then went bottom fishing and did well on the trigger fish. Trigger fish are biting very well, so that's a plus. I talked to David Voorhees. He said he probably saw 20 to 30 snook today. He said he saw several schools of reds, just could not get them interested. And that's exactly what we dealt with yesterday. We had a big wahoo come lay under the boat for 15 minutes or so, and we threw everything we had at him. He wouldn't bite. Now, the weather was good today. It's going to be marginal uh, for the next couple of days. 
And then by Saturday, we got another front rolling in, and it's really going to get ugly. So uh, my advice to you is fish as soon as you can. It's a beautiful evening. Uh, check it tomorrow. That low tide late in the evening should have reds on the flats. Hopefully, they'll be anxious to go. But you can count on one thing. We'll be back tomorrow with another fishing report. Brought to you by CSS Landscaping and Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Captain Rick. Appreciate it. Uh, Captain Rick, every day. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Listen on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Also on ESPN 690. So, I apologize. I missed one player. I'm in. Here we that's go. going to be a free agent this up-and-coming season. 25 years old. Take him. Has the most touchdowns out of the free agent class I just named. And oh. has the most yardage. And the most receptions. Out of the guys that I've named throughout this exercise. He's 25? Care to guess who this is? So, he, uh, theoretically, he's going to be going on his second deal, which he'll get. Um, I don't see this team letting this dude go, but you never know. Waller. No. Good guess, though. Not bad. Uh, Dawson Knox. No, I don't think he's a free agent. Okay. It's a good guess, though. Love that was great. Dawson Knox. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I don't think he's a well, At least, according to this website, he's not a free agent. Um, 808 yards, eight touchdowns, 17 games played, 25 years old. Is it obvious? If you, th if you think about it, yeah. High-powered offense. Um, Obviously, I mean, his numbers. Uh, and I'll say this, and here's the most impressive thing. He probably isn't even the third best weapon on the team. Don Schultz. Boom, Casey. Taking it home. Dalton Schultz. I did that. It's going to be a free that. agent. Yeah, by the way. That's very a dub. Good. Very good. Dalton Schultz is going to be a free agent. You think they'll resign him? You got to. Got to. What, yeah. do, they, do they have money? They can't possibly have any money. Oh, I mean, they get a lot to Zeke. I don't know. They get a lot to everybody. I think eventually, I mean, then you franchise tag him. Like, you're not going to let that dude walk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You got a franchise tag, an 800-yard, eight-touchdown guy? You don't let him walk? Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't I don't know what else they have. The dynamic yeah, of their roster know. right now, looking at it like that. Uh, but that's it. I'll tell you what. After this conversation, again, we haven't talked football in yeah. a while. <laughs> like, we yeah, really haven't talked football. It's refreshing. Like, free agency is a month away. We'll see if maybe Trent Bulky is going to participate in that or, or continue the GM or assistant GM and coach search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, now it's almost like, there are enough players out there worth spending some money on and trying to see if you're going to get some still good play at the age they're at. Like, we're not talking just 34-year-old guys. We're talking guys in their mid to late 20s yeah. that have produced or come with some pretty good reputation of have, at least having the ability to produce. That Now I would say you better end up with one of those guys. Like, why wouldn't you end up with one of those guys? you got plenty of money. It's a position of need. And now you wouldn't pigeonhole yourself into one of these guys for the draft. I got to say Dallas' salary cap here. So, I mean, I leave this conversation saying, hey, should they draft somebody at 33? You know, if that makes sense, it's like, forget about that. Go get one of these guys. Mm -hmm. Because as we say, a lot of times, like, tight ends are like a fine wine, man. They get better as it goes along. True. And this dude's young. So, I'm going to uh, produce on the show a little bit since we're a little bit over. The next thing we're doing is golf picks. Okay. Oh, yeah. That is going to be a very short segment. We're coming back. We're doing golf picks. We're getting out. Nobody say anything else. Gotcha. So we have enough time to open cards. Oh, uh, we got Where's the tournament cards. at? It, it, it's uh, Pebble Beach. AT&T Pebble Beach over here. Pebble Beach. I've, I've heard, heard of it. it. I've heard of it. All right, let's get out of here on ESPN 690.
man. It's golf picks time. The real butcher is me. Brent the Butcher. <laughs> Sold a nickname from Austin because okay. he hasn't made a cut since he made the Careful. nickname. Careful now. I'm in second place still. Casey, you agree I'm in second place, though? Quickest segment of the day because okay, Brent Ward had actually guessed the winner last week. It is, an, list. it is an incredible accomplishment. I won't. I yeah. won't downplay That's it. That's twice this done. year already. Nicely done. Uh, so let's go. Golf picks AT&T Pebble Beach. What's happening, Casey? So, yeah, the situation, Austin second after getting cut again. Uh, <laughs> again, Brent wins, and I'm still in third. Here's the deal, Pebble Beach. Uh, pretty legendary golf course. Uh, I think yeah, a I lot say. of people would agree. <laughs> I've <But> heard of it. <laughs> as, Austin, as Austin figured out in the break, there's nobody good playing in the event for the most part. So you're wondering why. Well, yes. Guys like Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau, Phil Mickelson, who's won here five times, uh, and a lot of European tour players as well, got a pretty hefty check to play in a different tournament uh, internationally. So really? they took they took the money instead of playing at Pebble Beach, so that's why you will see not that many good names Dang. in the field. So like R- Ricky Fowler too, right? I didn't see him. Or is he in it? I don't know if he's in the other okay. one. He's just bad right now. Um, oh, okay. So with that being said, Brent, lead us off. Oh, I get to go first. Why not? Uh, okay. I got if I go with, uh, I just saw a name, and I love the name, Tom Hoagie. Okay. Tom Hoag. Hoagie. Tom Hoag. All right, we move on. What do on. you want in your Hoagie? Uh, oh, I mean, give me some salami. Give me some capicola. Oh, very nice. Uh, give me some, uh, you know what I'm saying. A little bologna? Some, a little, little, nah. No? Nah, it's all right. Turkey? Nah, ham. Give me some ham. Bacon. Okay. Well, give, me, salami, give, me, yeah. give me pig like five ways. <laughs> we go. Salted, yeah. We're, we're getting on topic. Salted. Am I up? You're up. All right, strike this out. Obviously, we talk about Pebble Beach. You guys obviously know I'm talking about the witch tree, right? The witch tree was a famous landmark at Pebble Beach. Still got knocked down in uh, 1962. Wow, thanks for the history yeah, lesson. Yeah, you're very welcome. But also, the, the witch tree was featured in that famous movie. You guys know it. Julie, that's right. In 1956, the movie Julie was featuring Doris Day. In that movie, uh, she was fleeing her husband, who was a psychopath named Louis Jordan. Now, I got to find the guy who looks like a psychopath who was trying to chase down his wife. So with that being said, it was almost... This could be bad. It was almost... Uh, who's the first guy that I said, Casey? Patrick Rogers. Yeah, it was always Patrick <laughs> Rogers because he's, he's got a beard. And psychopaths always have beards. Tell me I'm wrong. Watch any kind of murder mystery. Guy's always got a beard. But I got I to go with Mr. Blue Eyes himself with, with those dead eyes looking right through this picture. Give me Matthias Schwab. <laughs> Matthias, Matthias, Matthias Schwab. Nice. Good? Good. He's good? He's decent. Let's go. He's good. Look at him. Hey, tell me, tell me that dude ain't chasing you though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he's got, got those cold eyes. I thought for sure you were going to do this, and it had to be you were going to guess which golfer's wife was named Julie. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Julie holds a, a soft spot in my heart because that's a mom's name, that's obviously. Right. So, yeah. All Give right. me Matthias Schwab. Matthias. Mati- oh, Mati- I thought Mati- I had the name right. We got Jason Day. They ain't coming uh, off a nice performance last week. Yep, I need some points, you folks. You do. <laughs> Here's the thing. Jason Day's been horrible for like three years because of his back. Yes, yeah. And he's playing decent now, so I'm go- there's a very good chance he shoots like nine over and quits after the first day. So yeah. here's the bummer about it. I was all excited because I could pronounce the guy's name right. Didn't even get it right. It's, it's Matthias. I think so. Not yeah, Matthias. But it could be. You were, you were close. By the way, if man, nobody really knows. Spelling's hard, man. Yeah, nobody really knows. Okay, okay. I think all it right. is Schwab, though. Is he from the U.S.? No, sir. Not with those eyes. I actually am I'm placing a bet on him. Really? Yeah, highest oh. finishing continental European player. He- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, but where, uh, where do you get are that you going line? to Tony at the docks? Like, plus, like, I think it's plus 220. <laughs> oh, 
You go on the docks, aren't you? No, it's on any website yeah. you may choose. Going to two. I'm, de- I'm dead serious. That's not dude. a short Johnny right that's there. That's not like no, over not. 71 and a half. That yeah. thing like stretches out like this far. Yeah, that's a that's a two toe wager wager right there. We, we gotta make some money where you can. Football cards when we get back. <laughs> Bang time. Let's go. On ESPN 690. <laughs> hey, we're going to open some cards here coming up, but real quick. I the the Washington Commanders. Yeah. First the nickname. Yeah. Should have been Wolves. I really just think it should have stayed what it was. Washington football team. Yeah. No nickname. Did you want a nickname? I wanted the Wolves. Okay. I think the, so you wanted the, the Wolves, wolves or the Washington the football wolves. team. Yeah, the Wolves have been tall. Casey, Commanders? Uh, imagine coming out of the tunnel. Woo! Like they turn off the lights and everything. That would That'd actually be, be pretty cool. How cool would that have been? Yeah, I'm sticking with the football team. If I'm yeah. making decisions over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we say this all the time, right? Yeah. Nobody likes it. Because nobody, likes nobody ever likes the change. They never like it. I think people would like the Wolves. <laughs> the Wolves would have been very, like, elementary, though. You know, oh, like, friends. every middle school team in the country is named the Wolves. I beg to differ. I, like, I get your point. I, yeah. I think you're, I like that you're thinking of the production value and everything. Yes, and I yes. think you're, you're right. But uh, uh, I'm thinking of branding. I'm yeah. thinking of... Why did it have really to be cool. alliteration, though? Oh, it doesn't have to be. I just think Wolves is... So couldn't they have been the Mountain Lions? Yeah, but I think there's a lot more Wolves. In, there's Wolves in Washington. Like in the woods, but in the Washington wolf- D.C. There's wolves. Well, in the in the state, it'd be some like, really cool, like really cool gear. Yeah, you know, merch with the wolves. Yeah, yeah I guess. don't you think? Okay, next part, the uniforms. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't, see, I just have no opinion. Brett, I, it doesn't you, matter. See, no, you can't say that. You I have to have an opinion it. on that. The well, that that's your problem then. Look at the helmet. They took the logo off the side and put it in the front. <laughs> Seriously, this, this, this isn't a mo- like, this isn't like a a meme. This is literally there's a W on the front of their helmet and that's their logo. That's it. Yeah, Just that's win, horrible, baby. Yeah, that's horrible. Wrong team. Yeah, that doesn't look good. Okay, so then you, you're in a, but there are two different. There's a couple. Of different well, yeah, ones. that's yeah. that's like the like the alternate one they would have. Yeah, yeah. Don't love it. Okay, so you you're on board with us? Yeah, though. that's yeah. No, the other ones are kind of whatever. Like color scheme and everything's cool, whatever. I'm not indifferent towards the other ones, but the helmet with the W in the front, it's going to be a no for me. And Gigantor says, I can live with the name, but the uniforms are bad. Of course they are. Yeah. Because they're always bad. Nah, man. Remember when the, when the Chargers released theirs? Yeah, those were pretty sick. Nobody was saying anything about... The Rams actually about, have good ones, too. Rams okay. Rams okay. But the Chargers, man, they killed it. Hey, is this a blaster break? Yeah. So it's a live 2021 Panini... Panini. Illusions. I think I should tweet at Panini. I'm going to do it. Panini cool. America. Yep, that's cool. them. Uh, illusions. Yep, plus, and then you'll put the little plus. Oh, yeah, plus. Oh, Illusions plus? Pl- well, Illusions plus Absolute. Oh. oh absolute. Yeah, <laughs> and then if you really want the people to find it, put Kaboom Hunting. Blaster. Hold on. Got some allergies. Uh, blaster break. Yep. And uh, Kaboom Hunting? Yep. yep. Should I put a hashtag? Hashtag locked and loaded. Hashtag, hashtag or no? Got uh, my... Sure, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hashtag. And then, of course, unfiltered, raw, uncut. Kaboom. Ah, Brent. Hashtag locked and loaded. Hashtag blah, blah, blah. Ka- hashtag... Casey, tell us what can happen here. <laughs> a lot, but... Um, <laughs> There's already a lot happening. If, yeah, there is. If, live. If we... Yes, it raw. is. Raw. Yep, okay. Uncut. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Unfiltered. Nope. 
Is that okay? Yeah. Why not? Looking for bangs. If you do happen to hit a kaboom, like I told Austin in the break, stop what you're doing. Yeah. Hopefully your hands are clean, and we'll we'll go from there. All right. Yeah. Doesn't so matter who. Here's the deal. We're not going to do the absolute yet. That's where you get the kaboom. But okay. If you, there's, Maybe. There's, so the kaboom <laughs> potential. It's hard to get. Yeah. So like if you know when we say bang, Will's been saying bang since the start of the show. Yeah. But like the kaboom would be like bang bang. We're we're talking no, like we're like. Everybody in the building needs to hear us say kaboom. Okay. kaboom. Yeah, we're, like stop, jump out the window. We're Whoa. talking about like, we're maybe not going to jump out the window. Maybe just break it. Oh, it's second floor. I can jump out the window. I'll Start make it. Put a table out some there. whiskey or Do vodka that. or whatever else we yeah. got over but here. don't spill it on the car. Okay, so. But don't spill it on the car. So the purple one, if we get a, if we get a kaboom, we're shutting the show down a little bit and we're yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Try, trying to get those bangs. Okay. By the way, Devoli's House of Cards down there in 210. This is where we've been card stopping and card shopping. That I got slogans all over the place. Start things off with the rookie card right off the bat. Out of illusions. Yeah. What we got? The illusion cards are cool. These are really cool. Those are Amanda's favorite. Davis Mills. I told you, Davis Mills not bad. People are buying Davis Mills low right now. Should we put it to the side? Just put it to the side. Put it to the side. What do we got? Hold on. He's blowing his nose. Brent's Brent's getting snot all over the cards. I know. Oh, that'll be that'll that'll be bad. Snot all over the cards. Jerry Judy. Okay. I got Rob Gronkowski. Heard of him? Yeah. Oh, we gotta go a little quicker. I got, I got another what rookie card. This? this is a thick card. Was it upside down? Oh no! Instant did. impact. Rondale Moore with a little cloth. Oh, that's a jersey it's card. A jersey card. That's, that's good. That's a good pick. I was like, why are these cards sticking together? Dang. No, it's just one thick card. So it was jersey. upside down, right? Yeah. I saw that you had an upside down, so I knew you had something. There so you that's go, good, right? They put the inserts upside down. So yeah. that's good. That's yeah, rare. Yeah, that's good. Not bad. Bang? Can I touch Bang. the jersey? Bang. You can touch. Yes, you can touch the jersey. Ah, uh, it's not everywhere, this. though. Gross. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Man, that just adds to the game. Yeah, I, I got a rookie card. Does fit. Ooh, this, oh, this next one's going to be good. Uh, I got a rookie card. Does Fitzpatrick. Yeah, we move on. This Dwayne one is, Eskridge. This thing is cool. Oh, the cl- oh! I should mention Tebow's in this set as a jag. Really? Really? Yes. Huh. Would it be worth anything? No. <laughs> oh, well, they have cool. Co- what do you got? I know you have an insert. Of some yeah, sort. I got a clear shots. Is Trey it? Lance. Beautiful. Is that a is that a gonna be a bang? I mean, it's a, you know, it's a good card. Is the jersey a bang? This thing is. Yes, cool. I told you it was a bang. Oh, yeah, I didn't got, say bang. Yeah. Sorry. That's a cool looking card. This is this thing's awesome. I tell you what, this illusions is my new favorite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb. We move on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Rondale Moore rookie card. Yeah. We, we got all the Rondale Moore right now. Yeah, Are we yeah. still, we're all over rookies still, right? Yes. That's still what matters. George Kittle. Sam Darnold, you want this one, Casey? <laughs> That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, though. Do you want that, Casey? <laughs> you want that one? <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, am I gonna, I'm saving the, the Trey Lance clear shots? Yeah, I'll put it on top loader. That looks cool. I don't care, man. Yeah, I tell you what, even if it's worth 40 cents, like your autograph yeah. one, like it's well, still well, worth, like uh, it's cool. Yeah. Yep. I told you, I'm building my Trey Lance stuff like crazy. All right, so now we're we going to the absolute sprint. These are the. Listen, we got a kaboom. The, we got a kaboom. Trying, trying to get the, the giant bang here. By okay. the way, we've got three days of this. We're pacing ourselves. Yep. Good start, though. It's pretty good. I like uh, the instant impact of Rondale Moore, was pretty good. I wish he really had more of an instant impact. But I'm trying to get that. Mandy Moore hairstyle, you know, the bangs. Okay, so just so we don't, don't set ourselves up for failure. You, you got that one? This is like, they were going to get a lot of nothing. Yeah. Right? Really? Okay. That's going to... Oh, no, there's rookies in there. You don't want you to get pretend excited, is my point. Okay. You'll so, hit, we got Diami Brown. Something's upside down. Or a North Carolina receiver. Okay. Do you have something upside down? I got Nico Collins. Not yet. Uh, maybe not. Trey McKitty. I got a rookie card. Carlos Boogie Basham. Basham? Sure. Call him Boogie. Boogie. 
Mac Jones rookie card. Really? Yeah. That's good. Bang. Yeah, yeah for bang. sure. Bang, baby. Yeah, yeah. How's Mac doing? Kenneth Gainwell. He said, yeah. I've had all rookie cards so well for so far. Colin Hill. Packers, yeah. We keep I got a buy storm. Ian Book. We keep moving. No, you oh, you getting up? Yes. What do you got? Will Fuller? That was almost bad. Yeah, it was good. Keep going, yeah. Oh. I have, I have a Will Fuller in Miami though. Hey! In, Miami. in the actual fit? In the fit. <laughs> He's so excited to get the silly putty out. Oh, yeah, man. Put him on. <laughs> like I thought he was getting up to do kaboom. Like well, I thought he had lost his mind for a second. Well, no. Well, that's yeah, why I was good. Oh, that's a that's a little green foil on that Will Fuller. Oh, seriously? I didn't even notice. You see how his name's in green. We got yeah. a Will Fuller. We get more excited. Bang! Hey, that's, that's a bang. I don't care. It's a bang for uh, South Beach. Gary. Sorry, South Beach. My bad. Hey, Jalen Ramsey. Okay, I'm gonna keep that one. Dude, go ahead. Maybe I'll send it to him. See if he'll autograph it. <laughs> Lavisca Chanel. Yeah. I got a Marquise Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack. Odo Beckham Jr., Miles Sanders, Sam Darnold. Dude, okay, you, want, you want to know Sam Darnold? <laughs> yeah, I'll take him. Both. All right, man. Yeah. I guess my I'm I guess my big card there was Ian Book. Really? You can really buy Jeez. low folks on Ian Book. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> gonna put my Get Mac Jones now. to the side. Who else is going to be the Saints quarterback? There you go. <laughs> all right, bro, well, how do you feel about that one so far? I actually kind of liked it. But yeah, I, it was I was right. like, my expectations are a little low on the kabooms, but if we get one kaboom, man, it's got to go crazy. I mean, do these cards look pretty cool? I got to see what these cards look like. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. But maybe off the air. All right, we got to go. Uh, back at it tomorrow. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We have FSU basketball against Clemson tonight. FSU trying to get off the losing streak a little bit. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 690. A lot of National Signing Day stuff from around the area today on TV, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow if the Jags are any closer to getting a new head coach. Have a good one. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.